An Eichel backhander on goal save. Rebound, they score! Barbashev in front. 7-1 Golden Knights. The party is on in Las Vegas. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. What has happened here has been simply incredible. Not only is Vegas a hockey town, it's a championship town. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in. Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live now inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Boy, what a play call that was. Uh, we got <laughs> stuffed on the first down, and we came back with a, a great sweeping pattern. And uh, down the field, Ryan Wallace ran, and we connected for a, a big game. Uh, Darren Millard here. Uh, wanted to let you know that uh, while it was silent for the first four minutes, we were actually <laughs> doing radio. We were right in the middle of an outstanding opening. And I used an example about how people will not call mm-hmm. the open phone line segment is yours to kick off every Monday, and we will likely get a low number of callers, participants uh, today, because things are just going too good. And we don't run around telling everybody how great a job they're doing. Like, for instance, Chapman, you're doing a great job. And Chapman stopped and looked at us and went, well, I'm not doing a good job today because we're not on the air. He let us do an entire opening. It was a whole bit. The whole thing, and just let us go. Thinking that we were on the air. I well, said, well what, why didn't you interrupt us? And he said, well, things were going so good. We weren't on the air. Why couldn't you have interrupted us? That's one of the funniest, weirdest, strangest things you've ever done. Well, it sounded so good that I was just listening, and I was like, uh, should I tell you, these guys that I, I, I You were up? just hoping that coming out of automation would happen faster and we yeah, pop that, up on uh, the air. You nailed it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you you were not going to tell us. No. Would, well, there, here's here's the thing. We have no, such, no, 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 no. You guys would have found out. <laughs> no, because no, Ryan would have I gotten. I want to know. I want to know. Would you have told Absolutely us? Absolutely not. I wasn't going to tell you guys. We of course not. <laughs> Why would I? I'm not going to be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> guess so if we would have went two minutes and just popped up, you would have just flown with it. Yeah. Wipe my hands with it. Would have been clean. So if I hadn't have brought you into the conversation, no. there's a good chance we wouldn't have known. You would have known as soon as I looked at X Twitter, or yeah. probably in the break. Hmm. That, that's my guess. Yeah. People would have, people would have tweeted Were us. Were you alerted that we weren't on no, the air? No. Or you knew it immediately? I knew it immediately. Was yeah. this a Chapman issue? It's not a board issue. It's a Chapman issue, yeah. I've looked. I recorded something for Ryan, and I forgot to put it back into the mode it's supposed to be in. Mm. I just walked away from the board after I recorded it. And All right. My, my mistake was I had some really good food in the back that I, I wanted to scarf down before the show. Mm. So I was in a hurry, and, uh, well, I made a mistake. 702-876-1340. Call up. Tell us that we're great. And <laughs> give Chapman a pat in the back because I'm going to tell you right now. He's going to need that by the time this show's over with. Oh, boy. He's going to need that. 
pat in the back by the time I get finished with it's it a, today. It's a zero on the board. It's uh, days it's, without an incident. This is not going to be a pretty two hours. See, now I will Chris redeem Chapman. myself no, no, in, no, no, in no, catching no. up with Chapman. No, I have a really, no, no, really no. good. And hold on. I don't care if Rita or Stephanie or Papa Lou come to your defense today. Oh, wow. It don't matter. You're there. Oh, I, I, I own it. Hit I own it. So whatever, whatever, whatever comes my way, I've earned. Who do we have on line number two? Mike. Mike, uh, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. <laughs> no, no comment. It's all I could say. No, no, no you comment. can comment. You can comment. You can say like, Mallard, you're great. Wallace, you're oh, awesome. Oh no, so you, no, you, no. Can, you can comment like that. You want you want Stephanie or Papa Lou or maybe Rita to comment? Nope, not not from this reporter this time. Anyway, I got too much on my mind. And one of those things is we're playing a Flyers team that's pretty darn good. I don't want to lose track of that before we get away from the levity. We got a good Flyers team coming aboard here tomorrow. They're playing well. I don't know how good they are, mm-hmm. but they're playing well. Yeah. They're playing much better than there's I a, thought they would. There's a difference would. there, right? Uh, we don't expect this Flyers team to be anywhere near the playoffs by the end of the year, but they are off to a fantastic start, which I think is great for everybody. Yeah. And and they're not the Red Wings yet, and and of course the Red Wings aren't the Red Wings yet either. But it's fun to see. Uh, later on in one timers, you'll probably talk about Connor McDavid and his uh, unfortunate situation. That's the plan. Uh, yeah, so I won't take that thunder away from you. I did want to say that the way I see things so far, you remember what happened 52 weeks ago today? We started a nine-game winning streak. Hmm. Yeah, we won nine in a row. After the game, after game six, and we're not going to do that again, I don't think. But anything is possible, of course. Well, your glass is half empty, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. We're going to do that again. Let's, let's start right with here. that. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that I've noticed something about the way Coach Cassidy has run the power play and the penalty kill. He lost one of the top ten people in the in the league at penalty kills in Riley Smith. So he had to, he really had to scramble during the off season. He had to tell somebody it's your job to pick up the slack. And then he told this guy who told this guy who told this guy, he's done an amazing job of picking up the slack. Yeah. I don't know how much scrambling there was Mike, but he had to look for alternatives. And he, and he's found uh, some some players that can to fill the gap, and he's gone in a, in a slightly different direction there. Okay. Well, just so you know, there was a guy from Toronto at practice today, and I said, "What brings you down here?" Because it's the second guy I've come across from Toronto at VGK practice. Mm-hmm. How do you and know he was he, from Toronto? He, he tell you. Well, Toronto. First of all, will you please the the second Monday in October? Because you guys always say by American Thanksgiving, and you never tell me when Canadian Thanksgiving yeah, is. Canadian Thanksgiving passed. It's, over. Yeah, it's nice to know okay. after the fact. Mike, it's you, a little, you, you only have to worry about American Thanksgiving, the, the or idea, as I call it, Thanksgiving. If, you, if you're in or out of the playoffs by Canadian Thanksgiving, you've got some room. You've got some <laughs> runway. You've got some runway. All right. To, to get anyway, you back this, in the mix if you're not. How do you know the person was from Toronto? I asked him. I said, well, he mentioned it. Somehow we got into that conversation, and mm-hmm. he's a student. And he's traveling, and he's down here from Toronto. And I said, well, what would bring you to Las Vegas? I figured, well, he's on vacation. He's having fun. Instead of saying that, he pulls out a Jack Eichel jersey, and he goes this. 
this Jack, and I said, it's a Jack Eichel jersey. Because it had the nine and it had all the proper accoutrement on the front. It said Eichel on the back. Yeah. And it said Eichel and it was nine and the yeah. whole bit. And I said, well, you could have gotten that in Toronto. No, no, you can't get that in Toronto. The only way you can get that is to come down to Vegas and get it right here from the shop over here. And I don't know if that's true, but it prompted me to realize. I said, "Well, you know, you can't even afford to go to the games in uh, in uh, Toronto, can you?" Oh, no, it's out of range. There's that's no way. Kind of Rudy, isn't it? And sell his income. <laughs> but it's all, it's kind of true. You you know the prices they have oh. on Maple Leaf games. So what I'm saying is, we're bringing in people from all over the country, all over the world. Even on October 9th, hmm. they, they came down here to see real hockey. And I'm, I'm proud of, to be a VGK fan. Very proud. Nicely up. Uh, one more question about this interaction that you had with said Toronto person. <laughs> okay. How do you start talking to them? Well, I didn't, I didn't say A. You didn't say A? Why no, not? I didn't say A or how was Thanksgiving or anything like that. You just started with Hello. Well, I did, sure. I didn't. I didn't say how was the poutine you had for breakfast this morning. I didn't say that either. Because I'm all, I'm all over that rink, and I don't talk to anybody. So I, I just I'm <laughs> curious how you how you true. how you including came. us, I might add, Darren. I, I, I thank mean, you. I'll talk to Goldie. I'll, hey, Mike. I'll say hi to you. Who says hi to you? Okay, good. But what? But, oh, every time yeah, Ryan's like clockwork. So you just and then I a guy Darren's just like ten feet away. And he won't even come pick Goldie, for gosh sake. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I got things to do. I like uh, how Mike listen. hit every single Canadian stereotype in this phone call. Hey, uh, no, he didn't, <laughs> didn't mention the Mounties yet. Listen, it's not the a person just, just walking by just walking by, and he went, hey, dude. Like, no, I, 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 just, I said, what did you get at the gift shop? Because he had a sack, uh, and he was proud okay. of it. Okay, mm. that's it. That's it. Okay. That's, well, how, it, that's how the conversation began, because he came over to me to uh, pet Goldie, just like you just said. Okay, Mike, I have a question for you. You mentioned the nine-game winning streak. Yes. It started one year ago today. It it did, well, was, it, yeah, one year after yeah, the game yeah, six, yeah. it was a nine-game streak. Let me ask my question. Oh, boy. 13-2 and two was the, the start last year. The, it was amazing. It tied the best 15-game start in National Hockey League history. But nine games, remember what that felt like. Oh, does it was that, the greatest feeling. Does the, did that feel better? Than the six gamer to kick off this season, or does the six gamer to kick off this season feel more dominant than the nine gamer? I'll tell you that the six gamer mm. feels like out of this world controlling the National Hockey League. The nine gamer was part of a great start where we were still had some question marks about what was going to happen. What do you think? Right. It, yeah, completely different. And, and the nine-gamer was a thrill ride. Ryan, you and I shared every one of those nine games. Mm-hmm. And it was fun, and I always thought, and you know, because you, you remember maybe showering me, you just you hit me with a big hose and said, Mike, calm down. We haven't won the Stanley Cup yet. You actually said that on one of the calls. And it that was true like at that time. Yeah, he yeah. was right on the money there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. A while. But the six-gamer is bigger because you didn't expect to come out of the just didn't expect to come out of the shoot that way this year. I didn't uh, because again, you had too much distraction. So that means as much or more to me. Now, winning nine more in a row, that would be insane, and I don't even want to predict such a thing. 
Uh, thanks, Mike. Uh, appreciate it. You're a co-host today because there's nothing going on and people don't have anything to get off their chest. <laughs> thanks for doing this, buddy. Uh, there's Mike uh, from Summerlin over there at the City National Arena where he watches every practice. Why I think it feels more dominant this year, mm. even though there's, at this point, three fewer victories to the streak that was nine game last year, is because you have that confidence from a championship. Yeah, It just feels like this team is so in a groove with so much swagger. Yeah, the swagger component is certainly one that you lean into with this hockey team. They they look very similar to the team that went and, and marched to the Stanley Cup. But, you know, the six-gamer to me means a little bit more because so often we hear about a shortened offseason. So often we hear about how hard it is to kind of get yourself back into a groove as a defending champion, and that has not been the case for the Golden Knights. They've been able to get themselves into a groove dealing with all the distractions and and really all the the pomp and circumstance surrounding them over the first two weeks of the season. And, you know, they've been able to come through on the other side and they look really good doing it. Well, last year, you were trying to convince people that you're that good. Yeah. This year, you're backed by a championship. Yeah. The whole world knows you are this good. And then you add in a little NHL history, which we'll get into in a little bit, establishing the record for best start to a season by a Stanley Cup champion. Back to the phone line, 702-876-1340. Call us. Please. I knew that this – I seriously, I knew this was going to happen. And I'm going to cut it short, and we'll get on to something else if we don't get a couple more calls because I'm not going to sit here and beg uh, just because everybody's feeling all high in life right now. Uh, but sun uh, shining we, today. We, do you have another call? And it's uh, Stephanie, number two. Hey, what's happening there, girl? Hi, guys. How's it going? Yeah, how are you? I'm doing good. Just, you know, enjoying this historically awesome season thus far. I mean, I know it's early, but it's just, it's fun to be a Vegas Golden Knights fan right now. Can't dominate, the whole, can't dominate the whole season if you don't dominate early. Exactly. I mean, you know, in, you know, 80 games or, you know, 70, 80 games when we're looking at the Pacific and we're seeing the the close margins, we're going to look back at these games and say, this is the points that we racked up. This is why we're number one. Yeah, it's huge to get these points banked early. We saw what a 13-2 and record did for the Golden Knights in the early goings last season. It's very similar in this situation. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I'm just, I'm loving it. I mean, you know, Carlson is great. I'm just, I'm enjoying seeing every single person contribute. I mean, we're number one in the NHL when it comes to, the amount of people that are on the ice scoring goals and the people on the ice, you know, contributing points. And it, you know, goes back to the depth of last season. We're just, we're carrying it on and it's fun. I love it. Be more specific. What is your favorite part about this 6-0 start? Um, honestly, the amount of people that are contributing. Like you see, I think there was like 19 um, guys have a goal this season in six games. Um, you know, a couple of first timers, congratulations to them. Um, you know, the, the points in the season, um, you know, I know we were talking about Jack Eichel a lot last week and I'm just, I'm excited. I think the Vegas Golden Knights didn't really get the recognition they deserve. And I think now finally we're seeing that and I, it's, it's fun. You know, Carlson's having himself a year. I know he was pretty blanking great year one, but he's pretty blanking great thus far, too, just in six games. So you've mentioned Carlson a couple of times. Who, who's been the most consistent player for you through the first six games? 
I, honestly, I would say Carlson. I mean, aside from, you know, Hill, I, I would say Carlson. I think um, just, you know, he's got two new line mates. Um, the big question going into this season um, was how is he going to work with these two new guys without Riley Smith, without, um, you know, especially since Carlson didn't play a ton of preseason games. I think there were a lot of, you know, questions and curiosities around him. And I think he's answered every single one of those. Hey, Steph, you, uh, we, you and I have a bond. Uh, <laughs> like, not, that, not that you don't like the other guys, but, uh, but you and I have a bond. Oh, boy. Uh, at some point this week, I'm going to release something, uh, and it's going to be, when I, when I tell everybody about it, I'm going to be thinking about you uh, when, when I do say it, because there's something kind of cool coming down the, the pipeline. Oh, wow. We're just, just, just with... You'll know, and then I'll remind everybody how it's how it's okay. kind of dedicated to you. Okay. Okay, I, I appreciate. It. And can I can I really say quick, really yeah. quickly? Yeah. Um, I don't want to like turn the whole insider show into my dating game, uh, but I do really truly appreciate yeah. everything that you guys did last week. No, oh, we'll, we'll we got your back. Whatever yeah. No, I appreciate. Like you guys are top line wingmen. You know the yeah. Barbashev Aww. and the Marcheseau to my eichel. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm not. Chapman's more of a get in the way kind of guy. So I think she was talking about <laughs> you and me. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. W- I wasn't part of yeah. this. Yeah. I only made the the nice rejoin and you, all that. You'll but. go. You'll go home at. 10, oh, that's a good you'll point. You'll go home at ten thirty at night every night if Chapman's there with you. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but but we'll, we'll we'll make sure everybody's happy. Yeah, we got uh, you covered. Hey, uh, you're awesome. Uh, you're great. And uh, and hey. later on this week, I got uh, I got something that I'll kind of dedicate to you on this front. Oh, I all appreciate right? that. And you know what? When I do find my hockey guy, Prince mm-hmm. Charming, you are absolutely, of course, invited to officiate that wedding. Thank you. I of can't course, wait to do absolutely. that. Yeah. Get ready <laughs> for the longest service ever. No, no, it's going to be, uh, Steph and I will work together on it. There'll uh, be a little darenism. No, it'll there, be great. Yeah, we'll, I'm, we'll, I'm looking we'll, forward we'll to it. it. Absolutely. Thanks, Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Be good. Uh, there's Stephanie on line number three. We've got an open line right now. Let's go back to the phone lines and uh, bring in Saul. How are you? Hey, doing great. Um, what a what a perfect month to start uh, the season. Not, don't forget Henderson being undefeated as well, 4-0. Four, mm-hmm. four oh. um, I was at the home opener Friday night. What a great environment. And it's great to see the, the farm system, uh, d- uh, you know, hey, copying the success. So I just want to mention something here. On the opening that I did that we weren't on the air, mm-hmm. I went through a, a little uh, example of what Henderson has done and how we're going to talk about them later in the show you would have heard that if we were on the air so that (laughs) we we are planning to talk about the silver knights at some point but you're right four no and getting it done with all kinds of uh, great contributions yeah they 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 look good they play you know they play a little different style of hockey obviously um the opening night i was surprised i had no idea ryan carpenter still playing he's he's back with the barracudas yeah he played Um, in a preseason game for san jose at t-mobile Ah, oh, gotcha. Okay, that that was shocking. I mean, I'm not all up to date on all those players, but <laughs> but it was it was fun to see. Um, one my one observation so far through, I guess the first six seven games for all, for everyone, how um, underwhelming the rest of the division is, and looking at Calgary, who looks maybe worse than last year. I've watched I've watched a few of their games this weekend. Edmonton now has McDavid out for probably the equivalent of seven, eight games. 
Uh, could be and, as little as three, could be as many as six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, and and their 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 back end looks looks awful. I've I've caught a couple of their games as well. So what I'll do, I'll make just it was on the tip of my tongue that the one too early to predict uh, prediction I'll make is Vegas Edmonton first round because I think Edmonton is going to be with any type of injury to any of their star players with as little depth as they have. I could see them having a rally for the very last wild card spot, and and they're not they're not in any position that they were in last year. So I'll push back on that just a bit because I think if you're looking at one to two weeks without Connor McDavid, and you're looking at uh, you know what the hole is early on this season for the Edmonton Oilers, they're going to have to find a way to win. They're going to have to learn how to win in the absence of Connor McDavid, and if they do that and they start defending better, and they start playing better inside their own zone, and they, they kind of change that that perspective, there's a shift there. All of a sudden, you get Connor back. You know what he can do individually. I think the Edmonton Oilers could be a better team coming out of this spot without McDavid. I, I don't think they're in as much trouble as a lot of people think they are. You know, maybe that is a good thing. You're right, that it kind of forces them to really, you know, not take for granted how good he is and and learn how to start playing more team-oriented and, um, I mean, I don't watch them on a day-to-day basis, but but clearly they have lots of issues which are head-scratching given that they do have so much top-end talent. Um, but maybe the also benefit is, I mean, as I look through the divisions in hockey, I really feel like we're in the the least, I don't know, the, the least challenging, if that if that makes sense. I mean, I, 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 I for sure know that I'd rather not play teams like the Rangers, Devils, Islanders every single night, but give me the Kings, Canucks, Kraken. I'll take that all day. Yeah, I think there's depth to the Pacific Division, but it's not top-heavy. And if you take a, one of the, the Golden Knights or Edmonton out of the mix, then you've really got a, a smoother ride, at least on the short term for Vegas. They mm-hmm. built up a cushion here. That happened a year ago where Edmonton wasn't great out of the gate and it went down to the wire. So we'll, we'll see what happens on that front. I talked to Evan Bouchard this morning, the Oilers defenseman mm. for the Chirp podcast uh, ahead of the Heritage Classic. I'll bring you some of those observations in a little bit. Uh, but thanks. I'll appreciate it. Uh, and that just, that just proves right there. My point coming on the air, both before we were on the air and then we were, on and the then air. we were actually on the air. <clears throat> yep, talking about the expectations to be lighter in the participation side of it today from the audience. Yeah, I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, because it's just so smooth. But one of the callers, so the great conversation. We don't we actually don't talk enough league stuff. I agree with that with the callers. Yeah, yeah. It's it's so VGK focused that maybe once a month we have to open up uh, a segment just to talk around the National Hockey League mm-hmm. with people, or they can they can put some queries because everything is pointed towards the VGK every every Monday. But one of the what do we have four callers today. Uh, one of them wanted to talk about another team. Mm-hmm. Why do they want to talk about the other team? Because turmoil. it's a tire fire. Yeah. right now turmoil. Yeah. People are drawn to talk about. The bad stuff. There's yeah. not enough. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. And it's not a commentary on our audience. It's an observation about society. That's, that's what we do. Yeah, I, you're not wrong. It's absolutely a, a truism, especially in, in this business, is that you have a bad game, that there's a, a, a lopsided score, and you're on the wrong side of it. Your post-game show, yeah. wall-to-wall calls. It's like that with whether we're talking CFL, Major yeah. League I've done all the shows. It's always the same. Where if, if you want 
interaction with with a sports audience. Yeah. You need a team that is very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Up and down. And people get on the bandwagon, and then they're furious <laughs> when things slow down. Yeah. You don't want alternating wins and losses. That's, that's kind of boring, too. Mm-hmm. But phone lines do not light up for a record-breaking 6-0 start. Sure. That's just the reality because we're ingrained to phone up and get something off our chest. Mm-hmm. There's nothing right now. And there's only so many times you great. can talk about power play, play, play. Bam. Is that good? Who is that that uh, wasn't happy with that? Oh, Do you remember the name of that person? No, but I made a promo out of it. So oh, it is playing Oh, so now. you're trolling? Yeah. That you're trolling yeah. him? Yeah. That's not nice. No, no, I'm not trolling him. What no, I'm... you're totally trolling him. No, because. Yeah. No, no. The caller phoned up and said <laughs> after a great couple of performances, including a banner raising and an opening night win, the caller was quick to point out that the only thing they don't like about VGK games yeah. is the echo on the power play. And then you turned around and have made a promo out of it. That is called trolling. Well, the promo has you on the end of it talking about how much Bruce listens to the show because he wants to hear all the bad things you're going to say about him. So, But you're trolling the caller. That's well, the I, gist I, of it. I wouldn't have had a good promo if he so didn't. If he you're, didn't. You're using the caller to troll... Darren? No, I just thought or it was Bruce. no. Because I, I, I just would thought it. I thought it was funny. It was a funny bit, so mm-hmm. I made a promo out of it. I, I don't care whether it was funny or the worst <laughs> joke in the world. Yeah, I'm just happy it was on the air. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good point. <laughs> no, it's it's factual. I know it's factual. That's why I said it was a good point. Oh boy. Okay, just to go over it again. You want to take the last one? Sure. <laughs> Chapman recorded something with Wallace in the yeah. studio yeah. in the three o'clock hour. We're we're out for the game on Saturday. So then he forgot to press whatever button that would put us back in on air mode. That is correct. All right. I didn't realize there was a button that did that. I didn't either. Because but then again, I I don't run the board. No, no. But yeah. I'm surprised that this is the first time it's happened. That we've is done it, this. Is it the first time it's happened? Or we just with don't the new know. board? Yes, with or, the new board it is. Yes, or or we've just never been told. <laughs> we've, just, we've just never found out. No, no, it, this is the first time it's happened with this board. Back to the phone lines. Last call of the day from Philadelphia. Hey, they're knocking on the door with those Phillies. Uh, let's go to Rick. Uh, welcome to the VGK Insider Show. How are you guys doing today? See, this, this is perfect. It's the angriest sports city in the world. <laughs> so we, no, we're we, not. We, we knew we knew we would get we, we knew we'd get a call out of Philadelphia somehow. Let's go. What's up, Rick? Well, I just like to say uh, I think one of the most consistent players so far this season has been Wah. Mm, yeah, I think he's played tremendous. Yeah, he's been he's been great. Darren put a lot of pressure on him. At the uh, at the gold carpet, saying that he was calling for twenty goals, and Nick was uh, just kind of lived up to it ever since that moment. Has Darren ever put pressure on himself? I put pressure Ooh. on myself every day, man. <laughs> oh, you, this you, is you, fun. Hey, Rick, you know how hard it is to live up to this every day and surpass this greatness every day. I have pressure when I wake up in the morning, when I have lunch, when I go to bed at night. I do too, because I gotta I gotta fulfill the Phillies. The Philly fan, you know, uh, stereotype. I got to be a jerk or something like that. No, I like it. In actuality, it's untrue. Well, with you, it is not with the Philly fans. 
<laughs> no, nah, man, they really treat you good. If you're there. if you're not being a jerk, they treat you very well. Don't come there and you know be stupid. You guys booed Santa Claus. Come on, how do you boo Santa I was, Claus? I was waiting for that one because it was a Vikings game. And you got a Vikings hat on. Yeah, that's that's true. the The Islanders and the Rangers uh, featured a a brawl of Santa Claus people because they <laughs> they had respective jerseys on. Like they, they, you put on the sweater. You're going to get what you get. Oh, I love um, sports. Uh, I love the Nick Waugh take. Uh, that's, that's great, uh, and that is very accurate. And he's been able to uh, one score, timely goals, and then play up and down the line. Special teams uh, also mm-hmm. has a, has a yep. role uh, with Nick Waugh. Uh, what about, uh, about goaltending? Nobody's talked about goaltending yet. Rick? Well, I think uh, uh, Logan Thompson, that well, – uh, I'm I'm losing it now, but the, where he made those stops, where I think you guys are talking about, look like Hall of Fame stops. Or the times that are yeah. Aiden Hill, yeah, no, the it was, one with it was the Thompson. locker and the one with the glove. Yeah, yeah. He, he had the back of the paddle save with a stick, and then he made a, a save with his blocker by dropping the stick. Mm-hmm. Very Dominic Hasek like. Oh yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Have a great week and. Uh, Anytime, guys. Love the nights, and uh, like let's do your show. Oh, Call more you. often. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, there's Rick from uh, Philadelphia. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we continue, I'll bring you uh, just a couple of observations from practice today. We've got Bruce Cassidy coming up, uh, his media session, uh, talking about Alex Petrangelo's return to the ice and one-timers news notes from around the National Hockey League, which we will get into this whole Connor McDavid being out of the lineup with the Edmonton Oilers situation. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Why does this stop so quickly? It's copyrighted music. Yeah, I have but to. But you can't fade it out? I did. I did fade it out. Maybe not enough, though. Maybe, maybe not enough. Out. Did he fade it out there? Maybe that not was, enough. That was uh, that was a pretty abrupt fade out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that I, was that was a fast fade. Like I, I've <laughs> got to be, I've got to be objective here. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm on, I promise you, the next one. By the way, the next I'm on one, Darren's side. The next one is, I think you guys will like it. I'm just <laughs> everything's, everything's like the next thing. Well, yeah, like. because because the, I, I have to set the table. Chapman, you're gonna love it. Oh, today. you guys are. Yeah. I'm telling you, the next this this the this might be the best catching up with Chapman ever. You're really pumping this. Oh, up. it's it's awesome. I, I have know, to deliver. I know for a fact you will like it. What's going to happen, though, is we're going to go long. Yeah, and I won't get <laughs> to it. And you're going to get 15 seconds for yeah, catching up Chapman. I know. Can you do it in 15 seconds? No, no, I can't. How long do you need? I need probably two minutes. Two minutes? Yeah. I'd uh, ask you when we'd have to be out for that, but. I can't do the math. Okay. <laughs> oh One time, we've got to be out by like 46. No, you, you do if this show like, every day. If, I, if we're we out by 46, you, I'm good. How much time do we have at the end? And you're always like, like you're doing the math. If, if we're head. out by 446, which, by the way, our clock is MIA again. But if we're out by 446, that's a five-minute break. We're back by 51. We're good. We're golden. Okay, what time are we off the air? Like, legitimately off the air? I have to be out by 53.50. Hard out. <laughs> Fifty-three fifty. How often do we hit that? Every every we single hit that day. Every day. We hit that every single day. Do we have a hard out for the first hour? No, we do so it for the second. Fifty-three fifty, and it's always how much time do we have? And you just... yeah, because it's it's hard to yeah. do math. <laughs> math but usually, is... if you do the same math problem every well, day, no, I, it I, gets easier. I know I have we have five minutes and ten seconds of spots at the end because hmm. of the legal ID. Five minutes and ten. So fifty-three fifty is will bring us to. Six o'clock, <laughs> but 
doing the math. When, when, you, when, you, when you asked me at like 43, hey, how much time do we have left? I got to, well, all right, 15 seconds here. It would be a lot easier if there were no 15 second spots. Well, I'll tell you that. If I never had to do division yeah. and only subtraction, I'd be really good at subtraction. I'm only asking you to do one problem. Yeah, but the, the I'm not good at, at, at math. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's math. Algebra was the last subject I'm I took to get my degree. Algebra. No, I'm I just saying. I don't need you to do algebra. I, I, I suck at math. There's no X's or I, Y's here. I, I had to stop helping Kingston with his math homework when he was in, like, third grade. And you were overachieving there. Yes, absolutely. The funny thing is he's actually really, here, really good at math. Here is a question for you guys. Pop quiz. Okay. Who's the Vegas Golden Knights' leading scorer right now? Chandler, Chandler Stevenson. Stevenson. All right. Who is the leading goal scorer right now? Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. No. Oh. Oh. Hold on. Oh, Jonathan Marcia, so. No, I don't think so. I think it's a tie. It is a tie. It's Jack Eichel, Jonathan Marcia, so. I feel like there's one more with there three. Is. I'll go Chandler. Nick Waugh. Ah, oh, Nick Waugh. Ah. Nick Waugh. I should have thought. Especially Nick after Nick Rick from Philadelphia brought him up. That's a good point. The love for William Carlson is deserved. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. But Chandler leads the team in points. Mm-hmm. Jack leads the team power play goals and is tied for the team lead in goals. Yep. And you have the likes of the Conn Smythe winner also on top leading this team in goals mm-hmm. and the fourth line center. Yeah. William Carlson statistically is kind of right in the middle. He is. But he's a point per game to start this season. Mm-hmm. And it and it feels like it's double that. It does. Yeah. Because there's been the expectations on William over the last couple of years. He does everything right. We do. And, and I'm not going to – I can talk about William Carlson as the 200-foot guy mm-hmm. because he's worked his way into that role of – there's less expectations on him now as at any point in his career with the mm-hmm. Vegas Golden Knights to produce offensively. Yeah. You still need him to. Mm-hmm. You still want him to. But you don't have to have him be your top four guys. Sure. And it's interesting because I, I feel like there's been an acceptance of that role and an ownership of that role for William. I think there's and been an acceptance by the fans. Now. True. That, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And – you're starting to see all of the things that he brings to the table, and now there's timely goals added on top of it, right? Like the power play goal in Chicago was a big goal for the Golden Knights, and and the fact that he was able or he's been able to 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 this point be a point-per-game player, a couple of goals, four assists, six points, like you'll take that all day long from William Carlson. And there's so much that he does all over the ice, but the fact that pucks are going in right now, the fact that he's – Putting points on the board early on, it's it's a great indication of kind of where his game is at and hopefully how it can continue over the season. There was a lot of players that went to never-before-being places during last year's Stanley Cup playoff run. Yeah. Jack Eichel had never been in the playoffs. He leads the Stanley Cup postseason in points. Mm-hmm. John the Marcheseau uh, goes on that incredible goal-scoring run, yeah. wins the Conn Smythe because he's putting the puck in the net. Uh, Think about uh, Aiden Hill sure. and what he was able to contribute or on, on the back end, uh, the growth of, of Nick Hag yeah. and Zach, Zach Whitecloud. Yep. 
But from a veteran standpoint, I don't think any player is going to benefit more than William Carlson on last year's playoffs. Yeah. His his numbers a year ago in the regular season featured 14 goals. Mm-hmm. That that was during the regular season. Mm-hmm. During the Stanley Cup playoffs, he scored 11. Yeah. Almost matched it. Mm-hmm. And he's come out of the gate in a similar vein where he's playing important minutes, but he's also putting the puck in the net and securing an offensive role mm-hmm. with this team. Marcia so it's like Marcia was great last year. Jack was great last year. Yeah. Like they, they they all had their their moments. They can put up bigger numbers. We expect that from from certainly from from Jack. But from from a, a player that's been there, mm-hmm. I didn't think he could get back there again statistically. Sure. Part of it is the role and ice time and yeah. and uh special teams and Number one, number two, power play unit. Uh, he's not on that number one unit. William Carlson might end up, when you look at this next couple of years, as the the guy that uses it as as the biggest springboard. Yeah, it, there was growth in his game in the playoffs. There really was. And, and you know, we, we look at a guy who scored 43 the first year that he was here with the Vegas Golden Knights. You want him to be that player. and And to me... What you're looking for out of William Carlson on a year-to-year basis is 20-ish goals, right? Like, if you get everything that he does all up and down the ice, if you have him on that second power play unit and they're the the unit that can kind of find uh, fine-tune their game and, and, and score some impactful goals as they have over the last couple of games, then you're getting everything that you can possibly get out of William Carlson, and it helps your team win. How many goals did you say there? 20-plus. Right. You know how many times he's done that? Twice. Twice. Yeah, a couple times. First two years mm-hmm. with the Vegas Golden Knights. I think he can get there again. I think he can get back there again, but I don't know that there is an expectation or a need for him to get back there again. Those are two different things. Uh, a need is you have to have him get there if your team's going to be successful. That doesn't have to happen necessarily with his team. It can put you well over the top. Sure. It can make you more comfortable uh, with it. Uh, he doesn't need to score 20 goals this year for the Vegas Golden Knights to finish first in the Pacific Division or claim the the Western Conference's top seed. But when you bring up 20, uh-huh. I wasn't sure that the, that that was still in the mix. Well, that was to our, be quite honest. That was our conversation before the season started, right? Like we were looking at the lines, we were looking at goal production from last year, and we were trying to figure out how much better can individual players be. Talking about the Will Carriers, the Nick Waz of the world, what's the ceiling for Keegan Colasar? And we talked about Carlson specifically as as a, a 15 goal guy, and and his early start to the se- to the season gives you hope that potentially he's a 20 goal guy again. And if he's a perennial 20 goal guy, like if you get to that point, and I'm not saying that you are, but if you get to that point, you mention it. Do the Golden Knights need him to be that guy? No, but if he is. It gives you an idea of how good this team can really, really be and how much more winning you do when Carlson is that guy. I'm on record in talking about Nick Waugh as being a 20-goal guy. Yeah, you are. Based on the last couple of years and then saying Nick Waugh is going to score 20, yeah. the fourth-line center would have more goals than the third-line center. Sure. 
that may be a closer battle this year than I ever imagined. Be fun if they Which both hit it. Will be great for the Vegas Golden Knights, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it is 4:49, which means we have to break because we have to be out at somewhere around 53:50. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. All right, I don't know what candy corn is. I, I thought I did, and then somebody <laughs> asked me at the office, and my answer was totally wrong. It's the gelatinous, weird candy that's red, that's orange, yellow, and like a whitish color. They're good. They're I not like, good. I like it's absolutely. Corn. It's horrendous. It's not horrendous. It is it's the good. worst Halloween candy that you could actually eat. I'll bring you some candy corn. You can try. You're it. not going to like it. Paul Cotter's right though. You can go down a deep, deep rabbit hole on Instagram Reels. Yeah, you can. Yeah, golf tips. This is there you go. Nothing but <laughs> I saved like five of them last night. <laughs> There's not enough time in the world for me to go back and watch them all. Yeah, but I do it every night. I don't know. It's not golf. I'm gonna win. For me. I'm gonna beat my buddy Johnny next year. I'm gonna just certainly uh, candy. We got some new stats coming out from the National Hockey League. We we'll tell you all about it. Plus Bruce Cassidy and one timers news and notes from around the National Hockey League. Up next in hour number two on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Hit that post, baby.